Hello and welcome to the First and Ten podcast. We are back. There's only 29 weeks till the NFL season kicks off again, so me and Dave thought we'd get together and start our off-season now. Loads of these podcasts to come in the next few weeks. I'm of course your host Ross, and with me is Dave. Hi, are you right? Good mate, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. So uh, yeah. anyone that's listening would have heard our um, our first of our draft pods this week as well. How was that to record? Well, it's all right, but I've got a lot more respect for you and any podcast host just for having to sign off. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't think I'll ever get that right. No, they're tricky. This one's tricky. It's been most, the trickiest one of all the pods I do to find a, a, a sign off and to uh, get the flow going. But yeah, it's uh, it's good fun to host, isn't it? And it's it, that pod especially and the ones that are coming up, I learned a lot of stuff listening to that. Oh, that's good. So that's uh, obviously what we're aiming for. So, yeah, I can't, I can't actually remember what we got covered up this week. I think it's offensive line, the glamour position. So. The big positions, yeah, that's it. That's where the, well, to be fair, I'm a Seahawks fan. But we, uh, we, that's where I'm interested in. <laughs> nice, yeah. <laughs> Could <laughs> Could be where you'll <clears throat> But we're going to, of course, uh, give you some news this week. And we're going to start our redraft series. We're going to start with last season's draft because it's the most recent, obviously. And the, the, those players are most fresh in the mind, but we're going to redraft all 32 teams, or actually all 32 picks, because there wasn't 32 teams actually drafted, was there, in the first round last year? No. I think so. some teams must have missed out, because the Pats had two picks, and the Browns had two picks. I think the Bills had two picks as well, so some teams have missed out, but I'm unlucky. Um, we'll, we'll go back through the years, uh, 2017, and so on and so forth, in upcoming pods. But let's do a little bit of news, Dave. Kareem Hunt is back in the league. Yeah, wow. <laughs> happy with this well I don't I don't really know what to make of it it's I mean I, I don't until we actually know what the suspension ends up being it's hard to really know what yeah this is what's going to sort of happen here but to me the Browns seem a very odd team to have gone for him because I mean Chubb yeah and like Duke Johnson's hardly a bad backup no it does basically the same kind of role that Kareem Hunt would fulfil yeah, it's to, to me this it seems a weird move for a team that doesn't really need doesn't really need Hunt and doesn't really need to sort of take on that sort of bit of a headache that comes along with Hunt now. Yeah, they yeah. kind of their image had changed, didn't they? A little bit the Browns they were kind of everyone's almost darlings as well from how they did last year, and this just adds a bit of it's a bit murky, isn't it? Yeah, and I think I think we always knew he was going to come back into the league, but I thought it yeah. might take a little bit longer than this. But <laughs> yeah, almost a well, straight after the Super Bowl. Yeah, I guess I guess in the Browns' point of view, they've now got probably the best backup running back in the league, and <laughs> yeah. getting him for probably next to no money. One million dollar so, it would be if he's allowed to play. One million dollar for the season. Yeah, so I get why they do it from a football point of view, but to me, it seems a weird move to make for. Yeah, for a team, it don't, they don't need to make that move, and yeah, I don't think it's. But I don't think all of a sudden their team's so much better now just because they've got a better backup running back. Or... No, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so yeah. They, they've signed him, but he's gone onto the commissioner's exempt list, which means he can't actually play at this point. So, I mean, if he does come off it, then that's good for the Browns, and they've made a really good move, and he is a good running back. But yeah, it's not like that wasn't the main position they needed to strengthen. I don't think so. It's a it's quite an odd move, and like I say, it brings a headache with it. Yeah, like if someone like I don't know, say I can't think of a team right now, but I don't know, maybe the Bears if they move on from Jordan Howard, yeah, and they what they need that running back, then I can sort of see it, see it more. For, but yeah, as yeah, as I said, for the Browns, I don't, I don't really get it, and I don't think it does much for him. But say Dorsey's got the history of him, hasn't he? And obviously likes oh, yeah. him as a person. But yeah, to me, it's a an odd move, but. People quickly forget once he served his suspension and scores his first touchdown. No yeah, one will really be yeah. remembering it much. All I mean, there's plenty of players out there now that have done things equally as bad, haven't they? So yeah, true. Yeah, they've played every week without any sort of headaches surrounding it. Uh, another headache for the Steelers. This will be Antonio Brown. He's he's done. He said it's time to move on. He's tweeted goodbye to the Steelers fans. Officially asked for a trade this week. Does he jump the gun ever so slightly? They don't have to trade him, do they? I mean, he could set out and cost himself a lot of money, but... I mean, the whole thing has been so weird with Antonio Brown, <laughs> isn't it? Because Yeah, he, he's just... Yeah, the whole social media thing and liking like a tweet from, I can't think who it was, whoever it might be, like a 49ers player. 49ers or, players, yeah. 
yeah, and all these different things, and yeah, it's such a weird. It's it's almost quite childish, isn't it? But I'm quite enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I quite like to see bad things happen to the Steelers. So. <laughs> On but. Brown specifically, he's 30 years old now. He'll be 31 uh, once the season gets going. For a player that relies on speed as much as he does, is that, is that a worry? Is that a you're not getting peak Brown, are you? I honestly think he's one of these players that will go on for quite a long time. Yeah, even I think even last season I saw something yesterday. He's like number one in the NFL at getting a separation or something like that. Right. Wouldn't whichever set of stats it was, probably next gen, I imagine. Yeah, but things like that, and I think. I mean, anyone who follows him on Instagram will know that he works out about 400 times a day. <laughs> so he's keeping himself in shape all the time. Yeah, he is. Because he likes posting a video of himself on a treadmill. But, yeah, I think if you were trading for him now, then I think you're, at least for this contract, you're getting an elite wide receiver. Yeah. yeah. Even in two, three years' time, I still think he'll be in that top 10 as a receiver. So... For me, I like I said the Patriots did come out that they were going to give up their first round pick for him, like yeah. the thirty two, then I'd be delighted with that. Yeah, that would be a steal. Yeah. So for me, like I don't and to us the contract isn't actually that bad for the team trading for him because of the way the Steelers structured it mm. to keep Bell in the end, <laughs> which obviously didn't work out. <laughs> it means that they, they would take a massive cap hit where like the, the team signed him, it wouldn't actually be too bad for them. So no. So looking at the clubs that are interested in, 49ers are the bookies' favourites to begin with, and obviously that's gone back to the um, the, the favourite in tweet and that sort of stuff. Um, besides them, the Cowboys and the Packers are tied for second place. I mean, it, it's a very Cowboysy move, isn't it? To yeah, to do this, the Packers. But like, I suppose for the Cowboys, if you had him and then Amari Cooper, then that's a hell of a, mm. a hell of a situation there for them. The Packers always seem weird when they get mentioned these things because it seems so unpackers to. Yeah, they Maybe never do these deals. Of, no, like they were linked with Mac, weren't they? When he yeah. went to the Bears, and it just never felt like a move the um, Packers were going to make. But yeah, I think unfortunately the Forty Nine are probably the favourites, and I'm not looking forward to playing against them twice a season. Um, they, I, I imagine. God, sorry. Well, I was going to talk about the Ruben Foster thing. They don't tend to have a problem with players that have got a sort of uh, off the field issues and uh, a bit hard to manage. I think they quite like enjoy that. They've got Sherman yeah, no. there as well, obviously. And like up to this point, I don't think Brown's been some huge problem, has he? I think he can be a bit of a diva at times, but I think that's it more than anything. That he has got a very high opinion of himself, and he is the he wants to be the man in the locker room, and he probably would be there. To be fair to him, yeah, and I, I don't really have a big problem with any uh, athlete having that if they can back it up. Is <laughs> when they yeah. can't back it up, and so if he's if he's backing up, and he, I think he has been the best receiver in the league for. What, the last like five six years not mm. like that yeah then I think it, I don't actually mind too much it's when these players don't like it and they're like maybe the 20th ranked quarterback playing for <laughs> Cleveland right now you know yeah yeah you gotta <laughs> I, won't, I won't say no names but you know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like to me I imagine the Colts will definitely look at the situation yeah they should be looking definitely because again imagine that T.Y. Hilton on one side, Brown on the other. That's Jesus. Yeah, that's pretty unsubstantial. I think every team is looking at this and thinking, what could we do? What could we give up to get him? And is it worth it? Well, you look at the Cowboys last year of Amari Cooper, and I know the situation is slightly different, but they gave up that first round pick. Yeah. And it turned into a playoff team, didn't it? And Yeah, it gave them that bump over the edge. Yeah. Where I think if you're if you're a team. I think you could get him for that. I think you could get him for a, a late first if you've got one, or maybe even like if you've got a high second round pick, you could get him for that. And then, yeah, your team's instantly better, isn't it? Just throwing him on there. It's going to be weird looking at that uh, Steelers team next year. Just Big Ben left. Yeah, that'll them all. James Conner running back, and whoever else, Juju Smith becomes the man now, doesn't he? I suppose wide receiver. Yeah, and I, I think people have high expectations for Juju, but I think. Uh, I think he's a really talented player, but I think he was helped a lot by having somebody like Brown on the other side taking a yeah. lot of the attention away from him. And Bell in the backfield, yeah, that's uh, two targets you have to cover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some other news from around the league. There's a couple of draft stories floating around. Uh, the Cardinals, of course, got the number one pick, have dismissed uh, taking Kyler Murray with the number one pick because Josh is our guy, according to uh, 
team president, Michael Bidwell. Do, do you believe that? To be honest, I, I do believe it, but I always thought the, the Murray to Cardinal stuff just felt like begging some of the trade up. Yeah. Like, to me, all the stuff the Cardinals have done all off-season has been just sort of almost advertising the first pick. Like, oh, come and get it. Like, <laughs> look at this play, you can get here, sort of thing. And, yeah, we've got our quarterback. Yeah. And, like, if you are the Cardinals, then trading now makes a lot of sense just because... You've got a lot of holes. Yeah, there's a lot of holes there. So they can hope if they get some big haul, then they can turn things around a lot quicker that way. Mm. But. So they're, yeah, they're, they're drafting one. Forty um, Nine has got their quarterback. Jets have got their quarterback. Raiders could probably move up. They've got some first round picks to play with. The Bucks could be interested in a quarterback. The Giants, the Jags, the Lions. There's all teams there though, in the top ten that could possibly jump up. Yeah, there's. It's. I think. That's always happens. I think it's going to be a couple of quarterbacks that just end up going in that top top section yeah. just because it always happens. Yeah, somebody will get bigged up and bigged up. Like I think Murray a couple like a month ago maybe he wouldn't have even been a first round pick for a lot of people. Where now I think he's almost sort of trending towards being a top ten pick, which yeah for me isn't isn't a great idea, but. <laughs> I can see him going to the Dolphins. Honestly, I think the Dolphins move up four or five spots and pick him up around 9 or 10, 8, 9, 10, something like that. I think it would make sense because it's pretty clear they're doesn't. moving on from Tannehill. So they're going to need a quarterback. It's just who it is. And I think he's, I still don't know if he's the best prospect in the draft, but he's probably the most interesting right now. Yeah, I think the Redskins could be in play as well because Alex Smith is definitely not going to play next year. No, they're a, they're a weird team. And to me, they seem Smith gets like, back, he's going to be almost 40 years old, I think, or <laughs> 35 yeah. years now, so yeah. They seem primed for a move for Joe Flacco to me, the Redskins. <laughs> Just to continue the, the Redskins yeah. trend of being the middle of the road. Yeah. <laughs> Just what you... The dream situation around team moving from Alex Smith to Joe Flacco. <laughs> to Joe Flacco, yeah. Really pushed yeah. that ball down the field. Oh, fair enough. Uh, let's, any other news that's caught our eyes? A couple, a couple of players have been released. The Bucks have released uh, Vinny Curry after just one season. Could do a job for someone. Still a fairly decent player, but a new uh, defensive scheme has seen him leave the Bucks. And Demarius Thomas has been cut by the Texans. Yeah, well, I don't I think Thomas that was, was too bad, to be honest. But he, it's how he ruptures Achilles in the end of last year. I think yes. I imagine he's not going to play. It's Thirty-two years old now as well. Yeah, I mean, maybe he'll come back, but that sort of injury is a long-term injury, and right now it seems hard to imagine he'll be playing this season or this season coming. Where would you rate Thomas over the last kind of? say 10 years roughly of wide receivers because he had those years with Peyton where he was an absolute beast but he's still been effective with or much lesser quarterbacks yeah I think I think a bit like DeAndre Hopkins I think it's almost been a bit unlucky that he's been in a lot of bad quarterbacks yeah there. I mean Tebow obviously was part of the I think he scored the touchdown didn't he against the yeah, Steelers in the playoff game Tebow. yeah and, I mean he did quite well with Tebow to be fair he wasn't bad yeah, yeah. I think I think ultimately he'll probably be almost a bit forgotten, but mm. I think he was right up there for a good good chunk of time. Yeah, he had a couple of years, especially those Peyton Manning 50 touchdown seasons where he, him and Emmanuel Sanders were kind of the best duo in the league, I think. Yeah, and Eric Decker was there, wasn't he, around that time? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I think he's... I think Because I think we spoke about Eric Decker when he announced his retirement at the start of the season. I think both will probably mm. be a bit forgotten and sort of like caught up because there's so many good receivers around now but yeah, I think when you look back at their production like both of them their numbers even if it's for a shorter time stack up against pretty much anybody yeah definitely yeah yeah, they had a definite purple period let's move on then to the main bulk of our show which is the 2018 redraft um, how are we going to do this I think Dave you can take the first pick and then we'll we'll alternate pick after pick Um we obviously will tell you who they really picked with that pick, and then we're going to tell you if they changed it to someone else, and if so, why. So, Dave, you're on the clock, Cleveland Browns. Well, as we know, I have reservations about this player, but <laughs> I don't think the Browns are changing. I think the Browns are sticking with Baker Mayfield. I think, I think, yeah, I don't think the Browns are changing. I think that was the right pick over, overall. Um. I think so. When you look at it, I think I'm taking a quarterback there, <laughs> that number one pick. Yeah. So it's just who you prefer. Like, and I, I think 
that maybe I prefer Darnold. If you if you ask me to bet on one long term, I think I'd probably take Darnold. But yeah, yeah, I think for the Browns, I think that franchise needed. Like, I don't like a lot of Baker Mayfield stuff off the field, but mm. I think the Browns always need that sort of player right now. Yeah, yeah, it kind of it gives them a leader, doesn't it? Someone to get behind. He's the face of the team. Yeah, and I I think for them he was the right pick, and I don't think that anyone there would go back and change that on that team. So no. yeah, pick number one, Baker Mayfield stays as it is. Pick number two then is the New York Giants. They took Saquon Barkley, which proved to be a, a well, it works out definitely. It was a great move. He was one of the best players in the league last season as a rookie, but I am changing it. They are taking Sam Darnold. They need that quarterback. We saw last season that Eli is done. If they go into this year with Eli under centre, it's going to be such a struggle for Buckley and Beckham to just get anything because he was throwing wobblers all last year and they need a quarterback. Darnold looked good, I think, for the Jets. He had no one to throw the ball to. You stick him with um, OBJ and Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard as well. That's He's got some weapons immediately and it's a, the Giants look a much more dangerous team. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think we've spoken about Barkley plenty of times. I think he is the best player in the draft, but it doesn't mean I'm going to take him <laughs> there. No, it's it's tough, isn't it? Because quarterback ultimately is the most important position, I think. And even though, yeah, like I say, Barkley is the best player in this draft by a mile, I think it's it's so hard to pick a, a running back that high. I quite yeah. admire the Giants for doing it, really. Oh, yeah. And I, I think the big thing for it is if they've got a quarterback this off-season, which it doesn't look like they're going to go that way, or if they do, it's going to be somebody a bit further down the draft to develop for a year or two. Yeah. I think that just sort of makes it even more clear that it should have been a quarterback, because, I mean, last year going in with Eli seemed mm. bad, but going another season <laughs> when you're wasting, well, Odell Beckham, whatever you think of him, he's one of the most talented players in the league. Yeah. So wasting some players like him and some of these other young players you've got on offence... Yeah, it seems it's, it's almost negligent. It's I think to be going isn't it, with the highest order. Yeah, and it's almost like people have forgotten how bad Eli was because <laughs> I don't think there was much of a problem with it. As I feel like they should do because they was... hung around, didn't they, for a long time? And it wasn't. It was all because of Barkley and what he could do, and Beckham throwing touchdowns to other receivers. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he was dreadful, and I think if there was any decent option on on the bench, then he would have been benched. But yeah. Yeah, because when he got benched the year before, I think there was a lot of like uproar about it. But yeah, I think it was, it was the right Smith, decision, wasn't it? Yeah, that's the thing. It was the right decision. It just didn't have the right quarterback there to actually yeah take do on it the properly. Yeah. <laughs> do it properly. Yeah. <laughs> Sums up Geno Smith's career. Um, so yeah. you're on the, the clock then, Dave. The New York Jets number three. Obviously, Donald's now gone. Yeah. So this is the tough one because I think they go quarterback still. Yeah. And I was down to two, but I think they would go Josh Rosen in this situation. Yeah. So obviously, I think they'd be delighted to have got Sam Darnold again. But yeah, I, I, I think Josh Rosen's the one because it, obviously it comes out of three quarterbacks, really, doesn't it? Who they could go for is Darnold. Um, sorry, Rosen, Jackson, or Allen. And I yeah. think, yeah, I think they would have they would take Darnold. And uh, yeah, I'm a bit. I was a bit underwhelmed by Rosen last year. So, yeah, I, I don't know if that's. I feel the same, but I don't know if that's because of what he was stuck with. Like he had literally Fitzgerald and the ghost of David Johnson, but that yeah. was it. But we've seen other players come in. Like to me, coming in last season, I felt Rosen was the most ready to go. Mm. I didn't think he had the most upside, but I always, I've always felt he was the most ready to just come yeah. into a team and get going. But and like I know he didn't have much to work with, but. We've seen other rookie quarterbacks come and with not tons to work with and do a lot, lot better. Well, yeah, Darnold had Robbie Anderson and Jermaine Curse and kind of <laughs> looked a lot yeah, better. He, he wasn't trying to superstars, was he? No. he was, yeah, I think he, I think he only had like ten touchdowns or something like that. Rosen last year. And, I mean, that's not good. He started what fifteen games, fourteen games, was it in the end? Yeah, pretty quick. He quickly was in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's underwhelmed, but I think. I think the Jets would still end up sort of almost having to take him. Yeah. Yeah, I think they would. Even with Saquon still being there, they they they, they could not have got out of last year's draft without taking a quarterback. Yeah, they had to. I, I, I guess I guess they would, could have moved on with Teddy, but yeah, I think 
caught back with the way they're always going to go. And yeah, I think Rose is the pick there for uh, that's in that situation. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Cleveland Browns picking four. They initially took Denzel Ward, which worked out to be a really good pick after his kind of slightly derided when they actually made the pick. Um, but I've got them changing to Derwin James now, who was a well, he was a superstar last year, a defense for the Chargers, and he would have been just as good for the Browns, I think. Yeah, I say I I thought you I thought you were going to change, but I thought it was going to be for Barkley. But <laughs> yeah, I think I think that pick's a really good pick because, well, yeah, his production last year was well, especially the first half of the season was amazing, wasn't it? And yeah, he had three. Well, yeah, he had three sacks, uh, one interception, and one defensive touchdown last year as a box safety because he wasn't playing in the backfield really. He was almost almost a linebacker. He's kind of the new Cam Chancellor, isn't he, almost? Yeah, and he was one of these, he completely changed that defence, a proper sort of tone setter, wasn't he? That yeah. sort of player, and yeah, I think, I think, I like that pick a lot. Brown's got the leader on offence in Barkley, and the, um, in Baker, and the leader on defence in Derwin James there, that uh, sets them up nicely. Denver Broncos end day, pick number five. They initially took Bradley Chubb, defensive end. Now this, this is a tough one for me, because... I think they could, looking back, they easily could have gone quarterback. Yeah. But I'm not sure whether they go for Allen or not there. And I don't see him as a place of Jackson. No. But they also need, had a bit of a need at running back. But oh, they did. I don't they think got they lucky with Philip Lindsay. Yeah, I, I, think, I think they stick with Chubb. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think he was, I think he had a bit of a slow start, but then he really came on. And one of those players that we mentioned that could easily have been a defensive player of the year uh, rookie of the year sorry yeah and yeah I think him alongside Von Miller was great and I don't think they would change that no I think if you can line up two superstar defensive players then you've got to any point haven't you and especially getting after the quarterback I think that's the right pick really Colts pick number six they took Quinton Nelson I'm sticking with that I think quite surprisingly because he was great this year yeah like almost to an all pro level, he was super. He was a superstar lineman, and it's not a sexy pick. It's the pick I made for the Green Iron Gentlemen in their fantasy draft they did last year. But I think it's, it worked out to be the right pick. Yeah, I think so. And when you look at their good play this season, it was built around great line play and keeping Andrew Luck sort of clean in the pocket. And yeah, yeah. I feel like they would make this pick in a heartbeat. Didn't they have like a three game stretch where? Luck didn't get sacked last season. Yeah, it might have been more than that in the end. Yeah. Was, and that, I'd say, he was a big part of that. And yeah, I think they'd, yeah, they'd uh, just be up there in two seconds. You wouldn't need to be waiting to see this pick. <laughs> no, he's ours. <laughs> he fell. So you got the Bills at number seven. They initially took Josh Allen, of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could see them going again, but. Josh Allen is fun. He's very fun, but I would not want to watch a team that he is quarterbacking. Uh, as my team. <laughs> no. <laughs> to me, I think they go, this is where Barkley ends up for me. Ooh, nice. Like, they've, they've got LaShawn McCoy, but, you know, he's not getting any younger, is he? And, <laughs> no. Yeah, to me, this is this is the one. They, I know they were struggling at quarterback, and it was not a great situation, but I'd say maybe they'd have to take Josh Allen again because, well, yeah. Yeah, there's oh, players, it's hard not to say Allen. There's players there though they could have got. They could have got Teddy Bridgewater for a fairly cheap price. What the Saints, whether the Saints paid for him, really. Yeah, there were guys that could have done a job. They could have got, could have kept Tyrod. To be honest. Yeah, <laughs> which would have keep, made keep, sense. Keep Tyrod, draft Barkley, and they're probably in a better situation. Yeah, but, that's a very good running. Count, yeah, I think they take. They this, I think it would be too tempting to take to not take Barkley here. I think. Yeah. All the way was this seven now. Um, yeah, it'd be hard not to take Barkley, or if someone, if they weren't taking him, someone was trading up just to get Barkley, I think. But yeah, yeah, I'm going Saquon Barkley to the Buffalo Bills. Nice. They'd build around him for the next however many years. Yeah, I like that. Uh, sticking with last year's draft, then the Bears took uh, Roquan Smith, the eighth pick. And I thought, I. Doing, um, Denzel Ward was still on the board now because of our, the changes we've made and I thought he would be a nice pick for the Bears to match him up with their other corners but I think I'm going to stick with Smith he's kind of a, he's a player that 
he fits the Bears more than I think he would fit anyone else, if that makes sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you're kind of He's like, like a Bears linebacker. Yeah, he does feel perfect for them, doesn't he? Yeah. So I think, yeah, they, they stick with that and this, they just, they're happy with that and they move on. So yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think they change. I think that there's a lot of good players out there still, isn't there? There and, is, yeah. So you've got the yeah, Niners is... at ninth, the ninth pick in the draft. They originally took Mike McGlinchey, a tackle from Notre Dame. Um, Did he do all right? I guess, I, no idea. I, guess, I guess with how it played out with Garoppolo getting injured, then maybe they go elsewhere, but... <laughs> I think I think they had to take a an offensive lineman when they've paid a lot of money to Garoppolo and then McKinnon. Yeah. Say, obviously, both of them went completely wrong. But <laughs> I think I think they would have to have taken the tackle. And yeah, I think I think they stick with this pick. It's not again. It's not an overly interesting pick or exciting pick. But I think when you've invested that sort of money in them them players, then yeah, I think you have to make that pick again. Yeah, you've paid for quarterback. You've paid for your running back. You need a tackle. Yeah, I, I think I think they stick with it. Uh, Arizona Cardinals pick number ten. They of course took Josh Rosen last year. He's no longer available. He's now in the green of the Jets. Um, Josh Allen is there, but I think they go after. They still go as quarterback. I think they take Lamar Miller. Jackson. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Lamar Miller probably wouldn't go. There. <laughs> He's got a contract with the Texans. <laughs> I mean, he, he might he might do all right as a quarterback. There's some bad quarterback play in the league, so he, he might throw as many touchdowns as Rosen did for the Cardinals. Yeah, he'd probably do a pretty similar job to um, Mark Jackson, <laughs> wouldn't he? Just run around and not actually throw the ball too much. Yeah, almost comparable. But yeah, Lamar Jackson, I think, would uh, get a bump up from the almost the last pick in the draft to tenth overall pick, and the Cardinals would have been imminently more watchable last year. Yeah, I. I like that pick. I think, yeah, I think with the way they were, I think Jackson would have done a better job than Rosen did, probably. Yeah. Even though Rosen's not there, I still think they might have changed his pick. <laughs> so that was the cards at 10, the Dolphins at 11, who took Minka Fitzpatrick, apparently. I don't, it's not a name I remember hearing much, but I don't remember anything of the Dolphins' 2018 season, to be fair. So, so he, he, was, he was really good, Fitzpatrick, yeah. and I think that they wouldn't be unhappy with how the pick went, but. I think with how it's played out, it's hard to not see him taking a quarterback. And yeah, I mean Josh Allen's the one left, isn't he? Josh so, Allen is there. Yeah, yeah. I think Josh Allen ends up going here, and we've nice. got some good players still sitting there. Yeah, we have the Bucks. Um, are at twelve. They took Vita Vea, who he was very good. I think. Yeah, I can't really see them changing, but I think. They would have been better off if they'd taken uh, Denzel Ward. Yeah, I think if Ward was still there, I think then... Because that Bucks secondary is a mess. An absolute mess. When they're relying on, were they relying on Chris Conte last year? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be doing that good. in 2018. I, I think it was him that um, got stiff-armed by uh, Vance McDonald <laughs> in that game. I think that, I mean, that's the main thing I remember about the Bucks season. Didn't he get injured? <laughs> you got injured, didn't he, on that? And then kind of ended yeah. Of this season just got shoved over like he was a child <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the Bucks uh, upgrade their secondary and take Denzel Ward nice uh, I can't believe he's actually fallen Denzel Ward it, it feels weird it feels like he should have already gone but yeah I wouldn't change any of the picks we've done so far it's hard to hard to call really yeah I mean, he fit he, he fit with the Browns but then apart from the other teams none, none, none of the other teams really kind of, they're all kind of almost set at cornerback maybe the, the Colts but they weren't passing up on Nelson, so so you've got the the Redskins at thirteen. Uh, they took Daron Payne, who I I, did, I could, couldn't tell you a single, single thing about him. I imagine he's been okay, <laughs> but the Redskins are just kind of okay as well as a team. So, um, do they still look to upgrade that defensive line, or did they go somewhere else? Um, I think I think they'd still be in. I still think they'd be going the defensive player, but I think. Um, I mean, there's a lot. There's a Colts linebacker who's still available yeah. in this draft. There's also the Cowboys linebacker. There I is, think uh, yeah. either of them. Yeah, I think Darius Leonard, isn't it? I think it's it hard to not be, can it? Yeah, D- defensive rookie of the year. You get him at what pick are we at? Thirteen. Thirteen. Now? Yeah, knowing what we yeah. know now. Yeah, that's an absolute steal, isn't it? And yeah, yeah. 
that they, really, they sorts of res- really sorts of Redskins out for defensively for a while as well. Yeah. Uh, Saints are at 14. They took Marcus Davenport at the defensive end. Um, it's not a massive name that I kind of really stands out for me, but I'm going to swap it to Harold Landry, who uh, he went to the Titans, I believe, uh, the outside linebacker, and he did okay on a defense that was kind of not not amazing last year. Um, I think he was kind of a, a bright spot for them as a, as a rookie as well, so I'll, I'll take him there. And the Saints continue to pick defensive players in the draft. Oh, um, yeah, I, I think... I think they do that, and well, they made a big trade up, didn't they? I don't know if they make that trade again, but true, yeah. We're just going off of the actual the order teams were picked, yeah. And yeah, I think we've got to do it somehow, haven't we? So that's the best way. But yeah, I'm not sure if they go back, they make that trade to do this because so I think he did have a good season, but I'm not sure he had the sort of impact because they gave up a lot. Like I think they gave up like an extra first this coming year, didn't they, to get him? And yeah, it's a weird move, but. Yeah, I think they were happy with uh, who they got, and but yeah, I like it. Uh, the Raiders are up next, and you've got the 15th pick with the actual Raiders. They took Colton Miller, a tackle, to give Tom Cable another guy to ruin his career. <laughs> I mean, the, the good thing with having the Raiders a pick, you can just go with like the best player available because they need literally everything. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going Leighton Van Der Esch. He had an amazing season with the Cowboys. Yes, and, he did, yeah. Yeah, I think it's hard for them not to go go for him there. No, he, even he, even he they so couldn't good. mess that up, could they? What's that? Sorry, even the uh, the Raiders couldn't mess that up. No, well, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they could, but yeah, I think uh, Van der Esch was excellent, and I think they would go for him again. They would yeah. go for him again. Go for him there, the best player on yeah, the board. I, think. I like that one. That's a nice pick. Um, we've got the Bills again. Uh, they drafted sixteenth. Overall, um, they took Tremaine Edwards, uh, Edmonds. Sorry, I think they would have gone the same thing. They needed a defensive player. They've already got they've got Barkley now in our redraft. So yeah. there's no uh, all the other quarterbacks are gone. I think Allen's gone, Rosen's gone, yeah. Darnell's gone, Baker's gone, and Javon Jackson's gone. So yeah, the, there is no other quarterbacks there really, unless they're going to take a flyer on a second round guy. So I think they stick with what they do and go for linebacker. And uh, Edmonds had a, a, a decent season, I think. Yeah, I think the defence won them plenty of games. I think he was yeah. part of that a bit. I think, yeah, I really like that. I don't think they would change that. And, yeah, I think they definitely got in the same sort of way. Yeah, definitely. Um, Chargers up next. Obviously, they took Derwin James. He's no longer available. Yeah, I think I think they go a similar sort of route, though. And, say, um, Minka Fitzpatrick has dropped now yeah. from... Drop down, he would have been drafted already at this spot. But yeah, I think they would go Fitzpatrick here. I think he, I think he would do the same sort of thing. Maybe mm. not quite as well as James uh, did it, but yeah, I think they go the same sort of route. And yeah, Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, for the seventeenth pick in the draft, that's a, a good player to get at that position. Yeah. Definitely. Um, the Packers at eighteen. They took Jair Alexander, uh, a cornerback. Um, he's a name that doesn't really stand out for me, Alexander. But then the Packers are one of those teams that seem to have so many um, cornerbacks last year that they just kind of just kind of scroll through them <laughs> week after week. I'm going to mix this right up here. They're going to not take a, a cornerback. They're going to go running back, and they're going to take Rashad Penny. <laughs> wow! Is this, is this just so that the Bills um, can't make the mistake again? Yes, we can't make this mistake if he's already gone. So um, <laughs> he's going to wow. go to the Green Bay Packers. Oh, that's Sorry, a big Packers pick fans. there. I mean, he uh, he had some good. Yeah, he he's got a top ten highlights package on NFL.com. So he's he's had at least ten good runs this season. He is exciting running back. He's not what we need, but yeah, I think he he was kind of in that group of he was just behind the rest of those good running back. Uh, he was kind of the head of the group behind. Um, Nick Chubb and uh, Saquon Barkley heading into the draft. So, yeah, Packers go running back in a shocker. Wow, yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> a headline, that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you've got the Cowboys. They took, of course, Leighton Van Der Esch. He's no longer available. Yeah, I, 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 I think... I mean, I guess going back, they might go... 
offensive because then maybe they don't need to make that move for um, Amari Cooper. Yeah. And so if they go in wide receiver, then I guess the best wide receiver last year was probably Calvin Ridley. He went yeah. to the, went to Falcons. So I think they'd probably go that route, especially with um, Van Der Esch gone. Like, obviously, I don't think they'll change that if they got the opportunity to. But with him gone, I think yeah, they'd probably go offense. And yeah, Calvin Ridley's the obvious pick there, I think, at wide receiver. Yeah. No, I like that one. Um for some reason we had a run on centres uh, in the middle of the draft last year the Lions took Frank Ragnow at centre at 20 before the the, the Bengals took Billy Price uh, at centre at 21st I don't think the Lions go centre again I can't bring myself to pick a centre in a redraft <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to give them uh, Jair Alexander the cornerback uh, the Lions can always do, do with defensive players yeah. um, and he's now available because of the Packers shocking pick two picks ago so yeah they take <laughs> the cornerback <laughs> yeah I like that pick uh, are you going to make the Bengals more exciting at 21? They took a centre. Um, I guess they had to take linemen because they had basically traded away or released all their linemen, didn't they? So, they did, yeah. I mean, I think it's they... Like now available. Yeah, and I think he did a lot better than um, Billy Price did. So, yeah. yeah. I think they go the same sort of route, but yeah, they go Ragnar instead. Now he's dropped. Get a better so, player. Yeah, the, the Bengals being uninteresting. <laughs> oh, there's a shocker. <laughs> yeah, well, well, the Bengals, you stay the same, you still pick a centre, but you get a slightly better one. So. Yeah, so, good on them. <laughs> uh, the Titans are up next. They picked Rasheen Evans, or Rashan Evans, he's a linebacker. Um, doesn't Is it not a name that stands out to me in any way at all? Um, I've, they need offensive players, they need weapons, and they're going to, from under the nose of the Carolina Panthers, they're going to take DJ Moore, who I think was a very good wide receiver as a rookie. Uh, I mean, just behind Calvin Ridley in terms of what he did, but yeah. he gave Cam a, a, some options, like kind of from the middle of the season to the end of the year. So I think uh, they'd be happy with that pick and they'd move on quickly. Yeah, I, I, think, I think so. Titans need offense, don't they, basically? Yeah, and. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me, that pick. Uh, your boys, I don't know how this has worked out, but the Patriots picking 21st. Uh, they took Isaiah Wynn, guard slash tackle. Yeah, I mean, he got injured like pretty much straight away, in my opinion, in the preseason. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, I think it was like the first week of preseason or something, wasn't it? But yeah. yeah, so, I mean, obviously, I don't make that pick again. But, <laughs> um,. I mean, they went Michelle at the end of the first, so they're obviously on the lookout for running back. And makes a lot of sense here, really. They got two picks. Yeah, this one on the thirty-first. But ah, oh, tough. This. Yeah, I'm going for it, but not not with Sony, despite his heroics. Right. I think they go Nick Chubb. Nice. I think, I think he showed a little bit more than Michelle, really, and sort of was more of an all-round back, which the Patriots probably would use a bit better because I think. I think coming out, Michelle had a lot of parts of pass catcher, but he has sort of shown that he's not great in that department, where I think Chubb's a more all-round back, and I think probably suits the Patriots a bit more. So, yeah, I think Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb current Cleveland Brown, coming to a better franchise, and yeah, good on Chubb, Super Bowl winner. Look at that, ungrateful Patriots, man. Seven touchdowns in the playoffs <laughs> in the Super Bowl, not good enough. I mean, I might take Sony at 31, just to you know, keep him there. on board. Yeah, yeah. still be there. Um, so the twenty fourth pick, the Panthers did take TJ Moore. He's now a Tennessee Titan. They still go receiver. They go Christian Kirk. It's kind of it was a weak um, wide receiver draft really last year, but he's kind of the best of what's remaining. I think. Yeah. Um, especially with Moore no longer there, so they they stick with the position, but just take a different guy. Yeah, and I think he was underwhelming, but it's hard to know how much of that's his own fault and how much is mm. being on the Cardinals, really, isn't it? It's yeah. Yeah, but I think the, the, the Panthers will always go wide receiver there, so I think uh, it's pretty safe to say they go again with a wide receiver. Yeah, they needed offence. Uh, you got the Ravens at 25. They took Hayden Hurst last year. It's kind of an I mean, uneventful name, isn't it? Yeah, it's hard because obviously they went the way it turned out with Lamar Jackson, but that's not a possibility anymore. So No. I mean, they drafted a running back... Well, got undrafted running back with Gus Edwards, but mm. yeah, 
maybe this is the place. This is uh, this is Sony's team now. Yeah, wow. Sony, so, to the Sony and Flacco just tearing up the uh, <laughs> <laughs> tearing up the league. So yeah, unfortunately for Sony, he doesn't get to go to the Patriots, but he's a Raven, and I suppose it's the worst places to go for him. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, the Falcons, 26th, they took Calvin Ridley, he's gone. Uh, they take Marcus Davenport, the guy the Saints did initially, uh, originally move up to draft. I think he's, uh, if he's still on the board here, the Falcons take the best defensive player available. They yeah. they always need defensive players, and especially with, uh, what's his name? The head coach, should know this, Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, that's it. Not like he was a Seahawks. Or my Seahawks, <laughs> Yeah, I can get Gus Bradley out of my mind for some reason. But yeah, Dan Quinn, uh, he, loves a, he loves a cornerback and, and a defensive end and a safety. He likes defensive players. They take Davenport, I think. Yeah, I like that. He, say, he's fallen a long way here and I think, yeah, I think he would go out the board there at least. He probably he probably would have gone before, but, you know, we're making a more interesting draft here than probably <laughs> what's actually going to have happened. But <laughs> who, who did the Saints take first? In their earlier pick, I can't remember now. Uh, the Saints went crazy and took uh, Harold Landry. Oh, okay. Linebacker. So, so you're on the board with my team, the Seattle Seahawks, who had originally taken Rashad Penny, but unbelievably, he's already gone. Uh, he's now a Packer. Somehow still the second <laughs> run back off the board this this draft. Yeah. Despite what happened. The more things change, the more they're the same. <laughs> Who did the Seahawks? I mean, twenty-seven. There's a lot of positions, isn't there, that the Seahawks could have gone. Yeah, but running back was not mm, one of them. We thought heading into the draft. Yeah, I mean, oh, maybe they go. Maybe they do go for a tight end. Yeah, they they took Will Disley in the third or fourth round, but yeah, and I, I feel, I, feel oh, I don't know. It's <laughs> a tough pick. It is actually. Because of the players that are yeah. left, kind of, there's no kind of superstar yeah. from late on that hasn't we haven't already taken. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think they would change really any of the defensive picks. I think it's going to be an offensive player. It's just yeah. who. And obviously, they're on the lookout for a running back, and even though it's worked out with Chris Carson, mm. maybe Carson and Philip Lindsay could. That'd have been nice be amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you Philip Lindsay. Nice. Undrafted free agent last year and now a first rounder. Wow, yeah. That's maybe the biggest jump we're going to see in this entire draft. Um, I'm on the board with the Pittsburgh Steelers at 28. They took Terrell Edmonds. Um, I'm just looking at something that someone's written about Terrell Edmonds. Uh, averaged a missed tackle out of every tackle attempt so far this, this he's taken this season. So he's missed a lot of tackles early on in the year. I don't know if he got any better than that, but... Knowing kind of what happens at the end of this season, they need offensive players heading forward. I'm trying to think of a second round wide receiver that I could take here for them, but Cortland Sutton or Gallup's probably the best two left, uh, I guess. Yeah, I'm f- Sutton was a name I thought you would have taken with the the Patriots, so I've kind of written them off already. But yeah, Cortland Sutton, there you go, you've made the pick for me. Cortland Sutton to the Steelers, pairing him up with. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster down the line it's a decent one too yeah I like it yeah yeah I think I'd say the way it's played out obviously makes things very different doesn't it but yeah it's yeah I think they'd have to have, uh, have to address that wouldn't they yeah so they, can... they wouldn't change Connor would they so definitely a receiver yeah there's always defensive players more defensive players it feels like in the draft than there is offensive players so you've got to get the offensive ones when you can and Sutton's a, a good kind of second option I think so I shall take him there the Jacksonville Jaguars 29th how they wish for a 29th pick this year um, yeah. they took Taven Bryan uh, a defensive tackle which seemed like a luxury pick at this point because they didn't need a defensive tackle on that line they already had um, they have some glaring weaknesses elsewhere but what would you do with this? Well, I mean, it's probably a big reach, but I think they have to go quarterback. Yeah. And just, and that's why all five already going. I think they'd have to have go for someone, even if it's sunset behind Bortles. And I think, I think the next best quarterback in that draft was Mason Rudolph, and they're going to the Steelers in the third round. Yeah. 
So I think they probably take him and, well, just pray, I think, (laughs) (laughs) that it works out for them because obviously they've moved on from Bortles now. So, yeah, I think they would go quarterback because just not necessarily because they particularly want to take Rudolph, but because they'd always be forced into it. So, yeah, yeah, 29, I think they go quarterback with Mason Rudolph in probably what turns out to be a dreadful first-round pick for them. (laughs) But what can you do? Uh, 30 was the Minnesota Vikings. They took cornerback Mike Hughes. I remember him getting a pick six early on. I think it maybe even his first game. So I don't remember what else he did after that, but they're, they're sticking with it. They need um, corners, they need defensive players. They've got a, like, what in theory looks like a stacked offense. So give them the best defensive player kind of available at that point. They take Mike Hughes, cornerback. You've, got, you've come out got the Patriots again in this. This, world, this has worked out beautifully for you. <laughs> Oh, this, this has been all right, yeah. <laughs> well, we took Nick Chubb early, so we don't need a running back here. No. So, and Tony's obviously already gone. You did take Tony Michelle with the real, the, this pick in real life? Yeah. I think, looking back, I think they would probably either go, try and draft a tight end to hopefully replace Gronk, or yeah. go for a pass rusher. Mm. And I think the best pass rusher left is probably Sam Hubbard, who went to the Bengals last year. Yes. So I think he had, I don't know, six or seven sacks, I think, last year. Um, and I think the Patriots would could really have used that. So he might have won the Super Bowl by more points, you know. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I think they go Sam Hubbard there, go defensive uh, defensive player and really try and help that. Obviously, it's Trey Flowers. That would uh, that'd be a really good move, I think, for them. Yeah, I like that. Uh, and then the 32nd pick, the Ravens move up, didn't they, to take Lamar Jackson? The Ravens have already got Sony Michel. Um, but screw it, this guy deserved a first round pick. They're going to take Kerryon Johnson as well. They're going to take two running backs in the last uh, seven <laughs> picks of the draft. Nice. <laughs> and just go all run. That is exhausting smash mouth, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, oh, Joe is. threw seven passes last year in this <laughs> redrafted world. Yeah. I mean,. <laughs> It probably wouldn't look a lot different to how the sort of second half of the season looked for the Ravens, <laughs> would it, if they had two running backs? No, that's a very good point, yeah. Yeah, so they've got Caron Johnson and Sony Michelle, plus they, would, they probably still would have picked up Gus Edwards, and they've got Alex Collins still on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> no no wide receivers, just playing all running backs at all times. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Let's go crazy, it's the draft, it's the 32nd pick, no one cares about that, so yeah. Carry on Johnson, he deserved a first round pick, he was a really good player before he got injured, so. Um, yeah, we'll take that. What we've, worked, what we've ended up with is no tight ends being taken in the draft, in the first round, when initially there was two, three, I think? Two, yeah. maybe. Um, <coughs> so we had Baker at one, Donald at two, Rosen at three, and then uh, Derwin James and Nick, uh, Bradley Chubb making up our top five. Yeah, uh, I think I think maybe the bottom half of the draft we probably uh, got a bit sidetracked by taking lots of running backs. Though, but what's that? Sorry, I think some players are in better positions now than they would be. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah, I think there's pro- there probably a few less running backs go than we just took there, but mm. I think. Yeah, I think especially the top half of the draft, I think it probably would have played out something close to what we've got. Yeah. I think down to about yeah. the Saints pick at 14, it, everything's kind of like Darius Leonard at 13 would have been good. The Bucks getting Denzel Ward would have been nice at 12. Josh Allen going to the Dolphins would have been fun. Um, but yeah, there's, yeah. A lot of, there's a lot of nice picks there. I think the Titans getting DJ Moore and the Panthers getting Christian Kirk. They're both kind of in... I think Moore would maybe fit slightly better with the Titans and Kirk would get more production with Cam than he would have done with Rosen at the uh, the Cardinals last year. So Yeah. That'd I mean that's, that's it'd be hard not to, wouldn't it? <laughs> exactly. And I'm I'm as a Seahawks fan, I'm happy with Philip Lindsay. Undrafted to first round, but um I didn't mind Rochelle and Penny. I'm harsh on him more than I should be, but yeah, I uh, from what the how the season turned out, uh, Philip Lindsay was a better pick. Yeah, and I mean that's that's one where I think I went running back. Where sort of thinking about it now, I'm not sure they do go running back because of how Chris Carson played out. But yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I like that pick. Yeah, if you can stick with the chaos that Pete and 
and John are trying to do in Seahawks and just keep drafting players no one expects, then uh, you're on to the right track, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just pick someone out of the hat and just hope for the best. Yeah, exactly. You have to like four names in the hat and just put one out. That'll do. Let's take him. First round pick, who cares? <laughs> Uh, so that is our 2018 redraft. We're going to do some more of these throughout the off season. Maybe try and get, maybe do seven more, get back to 2010 where things really get interesting. Um, oh. That that could be a lot of fun. Some definite names there that I'll have no idea what happened to these guys. Yeah, <laughs> so I have to do some research into where they ended up or what happened to them. Um, I think that's what's interesting about some of this when you look back at some of these players. I, I don't actually know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> this is just a year ago. Yeah. Not even a year ago at this point, and some of these names, I've got no idea what they did in the league last year. <laughs> I'm yeah, going to have to Google Aaron Payne and see how he played for the uh, Washington Redskins last year <laughs> to see if he did anything worthwhile, but he probably did. Probably been a superstar for them. Um, yeah. 56 tackles, oh. five sacks. Not bad. Not bad, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I've been harsh on the man. But yeah, we're going to do some more of these, and we're going to do some lots of other different things throughout the off-season as well, as well as our draft previews as well uh, scouting things that Dave does with uh, Lee they're good they're very good to listen to I learn stuff I'm, I'm going to try and get on some but I'm not really sure what I can bring to them bar just jokes basically just bring the glamour yeah I'll bring the glamour <laughs> I like that I could be your glamorous assistants in both of them <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we will keep bringing you so much content throughout this off season so stick with us share the podcasts around everywhere um, where can people find us on social media, Dave? So um, on Facebook, we are First and Ten. And then um, on Twitter, we're uh, at First and Ten underscore. So, there you go. Yeah, where can people fun. find you on Twitter? Um, I'm at DJG23. And I am at RossBell1984. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, follow us on Spotify. Spotify or any of the apps that kind of have podcasts on we're pretty much on all of them bar Google um, so yeah iTunes is the main place if you could give us a little rate and review that would be great but if not just keep listening share the podcast do what you can to help us it would be great so until we're back next week with another two podcasts uh, one scouting one and one something we're going to do we'll figure that out in the week uh, <laughs> it's goodbye from me it's goodbye from Dave goodbye and we'll see you next week.